Sunny 16 presents. Hello everyone and welcome back to Grains Flaming with me, Emma Lloyd, and my lovely person, friend. <laughs> Co-host Emma. <laughs> no, we're like equal hosts. Co-host, is that not equal? No, is it? I feel like that's just um, the other host. <laughs> with the other host <laughs> Alex Heron yeah hello. hello hi Alex how are you doing I'm pretty good to be honest a little bit hot but yeah. whatever I'm going to Greece next week it's gonna be just as hot there and where you're going very far 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 away far away I'm going to Thailand for a whole month yep Getting out of here, getting off this little <laughs> island. Have you got yeah. all your outfits sorted? Um, kind of, but it's a bit um stressful because it's like quite conservative over there, like modest how they dress, but it's obviously really hot. And to really? find shorts that cover the knee that aren't just hideous is quite a challenge. I didn't even know that, you know. I have a Thai friend and she got married in like right in the pandemic and I was her maid of honor because she was a student at my uni and obviously she couldn't go home so I was her maid of honor and it was actually really really nice it was such a nice wedding cute yeah Yeah. it was really nice have a month away to find myself in Thailand I think you're already found oh thanks Alex I think you're very much found, I can tell. I'm only friends with found people. Well, hopefully I don't get lost then, because that could be the other alternative. Yeah, but when you come back to Grainsplaining, you'll find yourself again. Yes. Okay, so today's episode um, is titled Analog Airheads, which we think is pretty hilarious. Um, And today we're going to be talking about all those silly little mistakes you may have made with film photography and how, you know, that's not a bad thing and we're all learning and how we should just look back and laugh and use it as a way to support each other. Yeah, because I feel like, especially in film photography and especially in Instagram, there's this idea that everybody's better than you I mean that's how I feel anyway I look at other people and think wow I wish I could be like them why am I not as good Mm. I'm not like innately creative like everybody else and I sometimes do things that are just so basic and make such basic mistakes I think I should just not do this anymore because I'm so bad I do not deserve this film. Yeah, like how come I do this and it's such like a rookie mistake. And I think when I first started shooting film as well, it's one of those things that, I know, like mistakes are kind of expensive in film as well, which doesn't Mm -hmm. help. But Like 
pressure yeah it just adds pressure and when you're looking at people who you want to be like and seeing how other people are done when you do things you just think I'm not good enough for this I can't do it and you're kind of embarrassed because it seems like everybody else is really like on it and yeah yeah, yeah so that's what we're going to be talking about but first let's start with a few quick fire questions hopefully we'll be uh, faster than last time uh so first Alex I'm going to ask this one of the same questions as last time if you were a man today what would you do if I was a man today well I would love to walk around with my top off that was the same as mine really I saw a man today with his big man boobs out not that I'm body shaming they were lovely and I was just like you know what I wish I was you right now like, me too imagine feeling the wind on your bare chest like that's nothing <laughs> I've ever experienced like to actually run and like and like feel the, the wind <laughs> just caressing your chest like how amazing I saw a man outside Marks and Spencer's today he wasn't allowed in because he had um no top on but I just thought how amazing to be stood outside Marks and Spencer's mm -hmm. like I'd run in to get some burrata actually yeah. and I just feel like imagine that feeling of just sort of slapping around <laughs> running down the road and I'm like I mean that wouldn't let's face it that wouldn't happen to me but I imagine it would yeah I don't have the facilities for that no. but you have to go to like a nudist beach in Europe maybe you can find one in Greece I mean the thing that I don't get is most men do have bigger boobs than me yeah <laughs> and I get envy and I just think why are you allowed to slap your titties around and I'm not even allowed to just bear my boy chest mm. and I just think that would be such a, a freeing feeling of like do you know if those animals in the circus that grow, get released in the wild for the first time yeah that's what I'd feel like we are as nature intended for the first time <laughs> your boobs released into the wild I might be able to do that in Greece I might do it three of the shackles of bras I might do it but if 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 I take any film, I can't send it to uh, Take It Easy and I can't send it to Analog Wonderland. It will have to be a lab that I will never use again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we can find one. Just get it done in Greece or something. Find a lovely local Greek, Greek man to, to develop it for me. I'm sure he develop will. Develop your boobs. Yes. Okay, next question. Favourite ice cream? Well, this is an obvious one, salted caramel, preferably Haagen-Dazs. So it's quite specific, but the other day I had a salted Oreo flavour ice cream and it was so good. From where, for example? Um, it was from this like independent ice cream shop in Cambridge and they make different flavours every week. It was really nice. That's incredible. Mm. I I would I love anything like salted. I had yeah. um the co-op do s'mores ice creams, which I was gonna gatekeep, but I've decided to let everyone oh, know. Yeah. They are delicious. And then there's this ice cream shop in York, right? They do chicken ice cream. Oh <laughs> yeah, they do. Oh no, I'm not sure about that one. It's actually it's kind of like um a takeover of the senses, a 4D experience eating it. I mean, I think it's quite nice. Hmm. 
Well, maybe I'll find out. Maybe I won't. <laughs> Your favourite weather to shoot in? We all know this one. Like, 7pm in summer? Like, or, or like golden hour? Oh, we oh, always, we yeah. all love golden hour. Yeah, definitely. But I do find shooting in golden hour a bit stressful sometimes because like, I feel a time pressure. Yeah, time pressure. Like, you've got half an hour really yeah. before then it goes like blue mm. so yeah, i'd say the same though so if but if i'm doing my project i never shoot a golden hour because they that takes a long time like just hanging out and stuff so i tend to shoot sort of like maybe like from 4 p.m mm. so it's not quite as or like five maybe so it's not quite as sunny but also we've got quite a You're while to capture it yeah yeah okay and last question if you had a superpower what would it be okay i've thought about this so much like you know this is one of the core questions in my life it's pr basically the reason i did a philosophy degree mm. but the super power i would have would be to move be able to rewind pause um and fast forward time and the reason i would have this is i believe that it is basically every superpower in one yeah because you can be infinitely rich you can look uh you can fast forward look at like sick investments to make lottery numbers you can if you're not sure what decision make to make you can make one Fast forward it, see what happened, rewind, make another one, see which works out the best. If you don't like someone, you could murder them, kill them, stab them, oh, just so you knew what it was like. Rewind and you, you haven't done it. I feel like we've had this conversation before. Because this is something that's one of my core beliefs. I believe this is every superpower. I if I had this... When you came on our YouTube channel. Yeah. Did I? Yeah, I feel like we spoke about this because I said the same. I'd love to have to pause time maybe for more boring reasons like just if I'm really stressed or just pause time and like have a week to catch up on my life and then get back to it there's a clause though hmm? time is paused even your aging doesn't I... progress right because then you die at 30 pause for too long wait your aging doesn't progress no so when you pause you don't get any older oh because if it, if your time keeps going and everybody else's is stopped, even if you're just like pa pausing for like half an hour a day, you're going to get really old really quick. Yeah. Didn't think about that one. You need to think about terms and conditions of superpowers. Terms and conditions apply. For full terms and conditions, please go to alexheron.com. Uh, alexandraheron.com forward slash. Terms and conditions. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I apologise. Okay, so let's get into today's topic of analogue airheads. Hmm, what, what should we start with, Alex? Like, do you want to talk about something you've done in the past? I mean, there are a plethora of mistakes I make on a regular basis. Yeah. Um, and I kind of feel like I am humiliating myself, but let's go for it yeah so i think the the worst thing i've done on a shoot i was shooting with somebody for my project mm 
Yeah. And this person was particularly nervous for a shoot and there'd been a lot of communication beforehand. We'd hung out before yeah. and um, this person had never, ever, ever, ever had their photo taken, like not even by their mum since they were a kid. Um, oh yeah, so it was a really big deal and we kind of went to the place where we were going to go before so that they knew what it would look like and it had just taken a lot of preparation and I could see with this person how they were like shaking. Mm. So it was such a big deal. And that with film puts, made me really stressed yeah. because I knew that this, for this person, was such a big deal. Yeah, and no, that's a privilege for you to be able to. Yeah. And this person had like never hung out with anyone really. And this had been weeks of them really building up to this. And it was just such a core moment in their life. And it was such a big thing for them to do. So yeah. I thought I kind of got one chance at this because if I don't get the shots or I mess up, then this person has put themselves through so much to do mm. this and have been so brave and had really like had so much courage. And I've like, messed it up so we were doing the shoot and they were sort of we were just hanging out really we weren't doing the shoot but I was just taking pictures as we were hanging out and they they really were just sort of opening up and saying that they they they're only doing this because they believe so strongly in sort of like helping newly diagnosed people and they're doing it because it's sort of for a greater good and I just felt really privileged and when I came the film ended and it was 35 millimeter and I went to rewind it but I rewound it the wrong way and I was just like why is it not doing it why is it not doing it and I just was like it stopped and I just kept pushing it like thinking my camera's jammed and I snapped the film mm -hmm. so then I opened the back and it was just a snapped film in there so I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want to stress this person out because it was just like such a like yeah. they, were sh they were literally shaking and I was like I don't want to say anything so I put another film in and I was like let's carry on let's just take a few more well we don't I was like we don't have to take any more let's just like go go for a walk we'll just take a couple while we're walking like it's really fine if, if you're comfortable with that and they were starting to relax and they were like yeah that's that's really good um and we were just talking hanging out and they really relaxed and they were just saying like this is the best thing ever this is the best thing I've done like I feel so much more confident now like I'm this is the first time I've ever been friends and all this kind of thing and I was like literally nearly crying because I was I'm autistic too so like this isn't in the plan and I'm like yeah. freaking out and I did it again and I no. yeah I snapped this second film when I was rewinding and my mum was there and at this point I was about to have a meltdown like a and an autistic meltdown is not just like an normal yeah. meltdown it's like bad so my mum was like just leave it in the camera and we will sort it out when we get home yeah. so I was like oh thanks so much for the shoe and we kind of like made plans to hang out again when this person was feeling ready for it and I went home and I was like crying so I put the camera in the developing bag pulled the film out the snapped film out and the bit of film in the canister and put it um like in a sealed film what are those things like you know the black tubs yeah the film pot yeah yeah put it in there like duct tape it and sent it to take it easy and was like 
guys there's a snapped film in here like if you can do anything please do it because this shoot i can't redo like i can't tell this person that i've yeah. messed this up because this took weeks and weeks of planning and it was such a big thing for them so take it easy scanned the snapped film for me like developed it scanned it mm. and then on photoshop with a bit of help from uh somebody that like is a photoshop person i was able to like piece some bits together and yeah. get out some of the like kinks in the Crap. role yeah. yeah and actually use it so that I have to say was like the worst thing I ever did but it was also I think because I put so much pressure on myself it's such a stupid yeah. mistake and after I'd done it the first time I just I don't know why I did it again I just freaked well, I out like out on a walk on your own you wouldn't have done that but when you're under pressure you're like I don't know you just panic a bit more and I think the it with my projects as well I'm dealing with people who are really really stressed to be there and I'm autistic as well so it's like I feel stressed as well and yeah. then in that situation I put just put so much pressure on myself that it was it just ended so oh, I mean it ended fine but on the shoot that was really bad and I just kind of think the more important something is, the more likely I am to make such a basic mistake, which is so <laughs> weird. So, like, what would you do next time differently? Or what did you learn from that? Just to, like, go a bit slower, maybe? Yeah, I think, I mean, I have obviously made mistakes since. Yeah. Um, But I think I just stopped thinking of it as a like stop calling it a photo shoot helped me a lot I don't know why I yeah, now I just call it hanging out and taking yeah. some pictures and for me that changes the whole way I do the shoot too it is just hanging out and I'll take a couple of pics as we do it hmm. and then I think if something does go wrong now I don't force the camera that's one <laughs> thing I learned like if it's not if it's if you're having to force it and the noises it's making yeah if, if it's not doing it easily there's something wrong don't just use brute force while yeah. out because it's yeah. just it's probably yeah. not the best thing to do so cool. come on emma fess up um i don't think i have quite a like story like that where i was literally on the edge of my seat but i've done lots of silly things which i still do all the time now like open the camera forgetting that was film loaded I'm off and out and my camera re rewinds all the way and you lose the lead of the film there's this one YouTube video that I must have like I'm all his views for that video and it's how to retrieve the film without a film retriever and he's got all these ways like you cut off an old bit of film and you lick it and yeah I do that okay and then try and put it out like I use that um trick quite a lot is that only if you're developing it yourself what to do that or like because i if it if it's 35 millimeter i just put it fully into the canister and send it to the lab oh, yeah well. no i think i was loading it and i loaded it wrong and then the film rewound all the way in but i hadn't got it oh, yet okay yeah so, yeah it's annoying i try and keep a film retriever on me now but i'm really hopeless at using them i find them really fiddly mm -hmm. um like i've shot with I don't think I've fully shot with no film before, but I've come close to making that mistake. Because you know how your camera will still like wind on? Yeah. No film. Um, or just like loading film wrong. 
when I first got into film photography at uni, I was really obsessed with like capturing nightlife and people on drunk nights out because that had never been my thing. And I was like fascinated by why people just wanted to black out. Like, what is it that makes like teenagers and young people just want to go crazy? So I took my um, Pentax that I borrowed from uni to our like student union nightclub and I'd finished one role and that was fine. And then I had a role of um, Delta 3200, which I was really excited to use. And it was like the one role the uni had. And I was a bit tipsy at the time and I loaded it and I was like, this doesn't sound right. But yeah, I was just forcing the camera, like, just don't do that. I could hear the film like creaking and I was super excited to develop it because I'd like been taking pictures all night and it had also been like a really horrible experience. Like um, I think people thought I was like the uni press. <laughs> you know, you get people like taking pictures on nights out and they go on like the student website. Yeah. Just had this massive camera. At one point this guy came up to me and just like groped me. And it was Yuck. like a really horrible experience. I was really like emotional the next day. So I was just like, please, can these photos have at least come out? And it had just double exposed on like <gasps> one frame. I've done that. And I've done that. It, the photo was quite cool. But at the time when you're frustrated, like you can't see that. You're just like, no, because this is not what I've envisioned. So that was frustrating. Yeah, especially when you've put so much emotion into yeah. it. It's like the same as you like being under pressure on a shoot or me just having that one role, like I guess try and remove factors that are putting that pressure on you. And although it's good to have like a mood board and an idea of what you want to do, don't have like a crystal clear vision in your head because the mm. chances are it's not going to go like exactly according to plan. And sometimes if you have a really clear vision, sometimes you're not as creative. Yeah. Um, and I think really, for me anyway, my film mishaps have always boiled down to me not wanting to lose face. And I think that that, like when what you just described, I've done that where I've not loaded it on properly. And do you know, um, I'm re I have really technical wordage here but do you know the thing at the top that you use to rewind you know on an slr like yeah the, yeah dial yeah. yeah if that's i learned like if that's not um moving as you uh Why advance not? the film okay. yeah then then it's on um one frame and i have sort of like not wanted to check my film properly and stuff because I don't want to lose face with people and I have this thing of like I don't want to see I'm silly and like with the camera when I um rewound it the wrong way on that shoot and even when I like when I've put my 120 film in backwards and I have realized like mid shoot what I've done like I'm not gonna say anything because I like I don't want to lose yeah. face and that's, that's a big crazy. thing yeah when I was at Glastonbury recently a few of the girls had bought film cameras and my friend had said like oh Emma works for a film company like don't worry she knows everything and they were like oh Emma can you load my cameras and I'm just like oh, please I like, know no, I don't want that pressure exactly yeah, I, get that. I get that so my advice is just forget it it's fine I yeah. literally you're better off just being like I made a mistake and it's cool and mm -hmm. I'm kind of learning to not be so yeah. 
obsessed with not seeming like I am stupid because actually we're all silly, a bit silly sometimes. Yeah. So um, Alex and I put on stories earlier, what was your silliest film mistake? And it was really nice seeing how many responses we got. And I think it's like that thing when you're in school and you have a question, but you don't want to put your hand up and look stupid. But, you know, if you're the person that asks it, it, the chances are that like lots of people want to know the same thing. And it's like reassuring. So it's nice to just be like open about these silly things we've done and just sort of laugh about it together because we've all done it. Yeah, it's so true. And it's part of it's part of learning. And actually, like I said, like I know I said, the worst thing about making mistake with film and nowadays even more, it's just so expensive. Yeah. So that that's awful. Uh but actually it's part of learning and it's part of becoming better at what you do yeah I remember being at uni and my teacher was like you know if you really want to get good at this you need to be just going through roll and roll after film and you know finishing a roll and shoving it in your pocket and just carrying on and at the time I was like do you know how much this costs but yeah I do see like both sides of it and I think like you need to remember it's a passion and something you love so you know do invest in it if you can but also I was speaking to someone yesterday just saying like there are other ways to shoot if you're worried about money sort of side of things like lean more into black and white photography you can get a roll of black and white film for like four pound fifty five pound and that is a much cheaper way to shoot especially if you learn to home develop um, or develop with like coffee or something crazy there are lots of other ways that are not necessarily going to make it like cheap but it'll make it slightly better and maybe that will take an element of the pressure away from you yeah and and I will say like I do think there's no harm in actually practicing digitally as well I do that a lot mm. um and there's there's roles for both film and digital and I don't I genuinely don't believe that one's better than the other um I think they have different uses and I you know I try to shoot as much as I can even with my phone even with my camera practice like composition practice as much as I can and then I feel like that when it comes to film I'm more aware of what works and what doesn't yeah that's a really good idea um so there's no shame in in digital is not like the inferior medium in my eyes I think digital is really amazing because you can learn a lot I think with digital and, and make those mistakes without the pressure yeah. they complement um, each other for sure and I do think making mistakes makes you a better photographer I um like my other pa- big passion in life is horse riding and I've done that since I was um three years old and I th- I think I'm quite good at it and I have had I had the same instructor um all my life growing up and she always used, and I used to fall off I'm not kidding I used to fall off at least one time a week and it was all the time I was just on the floor all the time and I was always uh, hurt and and the saying in the horse world go, goes is like you're not a good rider unless you've fallen off 14 times and Whoa. it's just so true like to be a good photographer, you have to have made this mistakes. Just like to be a good horse rider, you have ha- you have to have been in those situations. You have to have made those mistakes to uh, be have more experience. So yeah, 
Isn't that a, that like an expression, like to get back on the horse? Yeah, exactly. That's where it comes from. Like mm. you have to keep going and with mistakes comes experience and, and that's the same in life as well. So yeah. I'll give you that bit of therapy for free. That was very inspirational. I know. It was just practice for my TED talk. <laughs> okay. Shall we go through some of the responses we got? Do you yeah. want to read some out? Okay. So this was on my instagram i'm starting with which is her.on.shoots if you want to follow i i recommend that you do <laughs> so we had some that was um not putting any film in the camera yeah i mean that's a mistake but i feel like at least you haven't wasted anything yeah exactly and it's just like i feel like that's not necessarily like a technical mistake just that's like just a, oh. I forgot like you can't really learn to remember that like you just forgot so I it's fine those, the cameras i think it's like a canon the a1 and it has the little back where you can slot the oh yeah from and i actually find that so handy because i literally do forget yeah somebody said thinking i had color film loaded when it was black and white so that's so true to actually mm. know what's in the camera um somebody put uh, i opened the back of uh, my camera without rewinding after my brother's wedding i mean <laughs> that is so similar i feel to my story because there's so much pressure i can so see why you would do that because like you've put so much pressure because it's not something that that can be recreated and that was the same that i felt i mean yeah. i feel like that's slightly worse actually yeah oh i'm sorry to that person but that you know it doesn't mean that that was like I, I just can see why you would do that 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 is just because there's so much pressure and when yeah. you're stressed you make you forget things yeah I'm oh. sorry to you I am genuinely uh oh. I, I thought expo uh they didn't meet it for the right eye so I've done that loads mm. of times uh put fixer in instead of developer <clears throat> I mean can you recover that like, I don't mm, know. if you didn't open the tank maybe if you didn't open the t tank and pulled out the fixer yeah. then, but um, i guess you wouldn't know until you'd open it and then be like oops oopsie doopsie <laughs> so that wouldn't uh i loaded 120 film the wrong way exposing the backing paper i've done that yeah, i actually said that i've done that i did that when my i did a shoot with my dad um with his morris minor and I, the pictures were so sick as well that's really sad uh and i sent it to take it easy and they were like the roll's blank and at first i thought it was um my rz was broken so i was really stressed but then actually i realized that i was like oh is it meant to be white on the outside and then i was like actually no it's not so it was um, a relief um i'll read some of my ones out um a lot of people just not loading prop the film properly so it's just going round and round not advancing at all which is very sad um someone forgot to take the dark slide out of their polaroid back for the rb67 and only realized halfway through um spending 40 pound on a camera body that didn't have a battery cover and didn't even work oh i hate that That's but i feel like I feel like it's always a gamble when you're buying yeah. things, like especially off eBay and stuff. For sure. Um, 
opening the back while film is still in, wasting a whole load, roll of film thinking I'd loaded the camera properly. It hurts. Portrait 800 as close as I could get to 135 on my SLR. Um, I forgot to hold the rewind button on my Leica while I rewound and ripped the roll. So mm, can relate. But mine wasn't a Leica. I am not that. Yeah, they had to drop that. <laughs> I'm not that bougie. <laughs> um, opening the developing tank before I'd finished. Um, my bank account says getting into film photography. <laughs> That's literally so true. Like that, actually, genuinely, if you want to bankrupt yourself, get into horses or film photography, yeah. or in my case, both, and. Um, you'll yeah. just be poor forever <laughs> forever more um cameras by max um i hope they don't mind me like baiting them out or what they said <laughs> um pulled the film out of the canister expecting to see the images i've taken i love that <laughs> that's actually so like i love that after just made me laugh but i had a customer call up at work once and they were like God, I want a refund for my film. I took the photos and like there's nothing on the roll and like we went through it step by step, like what they did, and it turned out they'd literally finished shooting, opened the camera and like held it up to the light, like where are my photos? And I was like, it has to go through this developing process first. But like you just have to be nice because Yeah, but like if you've got especially maybe not my generation, because actually I'm kind of nearly old mm. but like if you're like I don't know maybe 18 or yeah. younger you've never like you're in a digital generation so yeah. you who's who's gonna teach you yeah. you you don't know so like the only way you can learn is by kind of figuring it out yourself and, and it's wrong to just assume that everyone would have that knowledge like you were all taught at some point yeah of course like no nobody's born from the womb knowing how to do anything and that's something I always have to remind myself like nobody was born knowing that I didn't I wasn't born knowing anything actually when was actually but most people are not so you everyone learns somehow and I, that's what I think when I look at people who I want to be like I'm like at one point in their life they didn't know anything so everybody has to learn from somewhere and not everybody has someone that can teach them so doing doing something like that that's not embarrassing at all it's just how you learn yeah completely let's read a couple more um thought i wound it all the way when finishing a roll but didn't and opened it too soon i've done that took shots at a mate's wedding and the film i had at the ceremony hadn't wound on correctly Mm. I just know it's because of the pressure. It's because yeah. of the pressure. Um, regularly forgetting which ISO film I put in an old camera. Uh, knocking the film off the real one in the changing bag, then opening the bag thinking that I loaded the tank. Uh, um, so someone said the 80 rolls of undeveloped film I have. So just like keeping a stockpile of film that you need to get developed. I don't know how people do that. Like when I take a film, I can't think about anything else. Like when I send it off, I'm actually mentally ill, like to the point where I like feel sick until I get it back because I just have to see the pictures. I can't think about anything else. I can't yeah. do anything else. So oh, I just don't know how you do that. I just, it's expensive, you know. 
Um, forgot battery which locked it to one over 400. Didn't realize until the next day every row was blank. Oh, I've done that. Like, not realized that the light meter wasn't even like moving, and it was because I hadn't got a battery in the camera. Very annoying. Developed a bum roll. <laughs> um, I've done that, but I feel like that just that happened to me with Lomography. That's why I'm a hater. Uh, a Lomography hater. Maybe every roll of Lomography is a bum roll. Someone said for a while I had no idea how to set the ISO. Still not a hundred percent sure, to be honest. <laughs> to be TBH, same. Like, how do you? I don't even know. I hate using new cameras for that reason. Mm. Do you want to read out a few more, Alex? Sure. Probably shooting five rolls with the same with the time switch on on my RZ and creating five rolls of accidental long exposures and expensive mistake. Oh, five rolls. Five rolls at like what would that be? That would cost so much. That would be like hundred pounds, including developing. Yeah. But. Well. I mean that makes me feel better because the person that says said this is somebody who I want to be like like is like somebody I'm literally a fan of so that makes me feel a lot better <laughs> well, probably a common one loaded a non-dx coded role into a dx uh, only camera and then it obviously picks an automated one see I would do that I wouldn't even think to check that mm. uh put my film through this security scanners on uh way to amsterdam so yeah you have to be careful with that do you know what when i went to new york with my friend eve recently we took like oh my god i took a box of portrait 400 120 so i took five wait five maybe two boxes so i took 10 rolls of that she took like three rolls of fuji like we literally must have had about 15 20 rolls with us and at Heathrow, I was like, excuse me, I'm a professional photographer and I can't put these through the scanner. And I'd, I'd like practiced what I was going to say. And the woman was like, it's under 800 ISO. Yeah. And I, and yeah, I, about it. Yeah. And I Googled it and that's not even true. Like it can still mess with the film. And I had project shoots arranged out there. And I was like trying to be like, um, that, and I told her actually no it's like a thousand ISO and it's not <laughs> and she just was like no and she put it through the scanner and then in New York I did the project shoots and me and Eve did some shoots which I'm so excited to get back but on the way back at JFK they didn't put it through the scanner oh, so I'd if, be terrified to ask at that airport That's I know because you could get sh like I was thinking they might just shoot me for asking <laughs> they might just whack <laughs> out a gun and shoot me like that's what I was thinking and I was flying on my own so I was like I was thinking I'm risking my life by asking them to do this that's how much I wanted those film roles I was yeah. like this guy is gonna whap out a gun any minute and just AK me but I asked and they didn't put it through. So I'm hoping that Heathrow didn't mess it up because if they did, I will be going back out to New York um, yeah, to do it. He has such mixed advice about it. Yeah. Some say 800, some say 1600. Then I shared a TikTok on my story today of someone who'd put their just a disposable camera through the scanners and the, all the shots were completely ruined. It looked like someone had just taken like a claw over the film. So I... I read it depends what type of scanner they use. Yeah, so I know it. Airports are getting different scanners now. At like JFK, 
at JFK they have um the CT scanners and they do ruin like severely ruin film. Um I think Heathrow I'm hoping I'm like manifesting positively that it didn't. Uh I'll let you know next week when yeah, I get Okay, a couple more. Not using flash in dark spaces because I didn't want to ruin the vibes. In turn, I got a back empty rolls of film. Mm. Put in black and white film in my C41 machine. I mean, uh, who has a C41 machine? <laughs> congrats. Can we use it? Um, yeah. Some, not me, but I saw someone open a 4x5 dark slide in broad daylight. Oh, no. That would be so expensive. Under a lot of pressure. Um, a lot of people shooting with the lens cap on. I've done that. How embarrassing. Um, Simon Foster, who's done the collaboration with us recently to make the She Hearts film lens caps. He's made mm -hmm. this lens cap. He calls it the lollipop. So it's like a lens cap, but then with a stick like that. Uh -huh. And the stick like, goes across the like viewfinder. So if you go to take a picture, oh, wow. line across, and you're like, "Oh, I've got the cap on." That's so good. Yeah, it's so good. Um, someone just said cross processing. I've never done cross processing. I've never done that. Yeah, I wouldn't know. Um, so many people just shooting without a load of film, without a roll of film loaded. This has made me feel a lot better anyway. This has made me feel better because a lot of the people that said submitted these answers are people that I'm like a fan of and yeah. who are like I have their work saved and really would well, love to be like about cameras and you know fix cameras and have their own businesses and stuff. So yeah, these are like some of these are like professional professionals. Yeah. So you it makes me feel better. At like any stage of your career. And there's no shame in it. And I think, like, when you see someone make a mistake, just be nice about it or, like, sense the tone. I saw somebody post the other day, like, don't give advice unless somebody asks for it. And I'd never really thought about that before. But, you know, someone might have just, like, completely ruined a piece of work and absolutely devastated. And then you're coming in their DMs like, you should have done this and even if you're saying it in a really friendly way that might just be like the thing that sends them over the edge so, I hate it like just be conscious of how the other person might be feeling and like the next day that your advice might be really welcome but at that moment when you just lost a bit of work it's just like I can't take that information right now yeah but it's just annoying as well because it's like yeah thanks I know now and I think that's part of the reason why people never kind of talk about their mistakes because they just don't want to get some busybody in their DM, DMs yeah. like, oh, you should have known. Read the manual. <laughs> that's why I literally left all analog Facebook groups because I would type a, like a question in mm. about just when I was like really, really learning. I'm still learning, OBS, but like when I was really, really trying to get the basics of this and I would get a camera like my Pentax 6-7 I got and I was typing in like how to um like loads of different things like I asked if you could change lenses while the film was in and I know that's like maybe seems like a dumb question now but I felt like if the film was in and I changed the lens does that expose the film inside and the men like they're, they're like probably 50 to 8 70 
And they were like, all these kids getting into film photography. Why don't you just read the manual? Uh, why would I read a massive long manual when I could just ask someone that knows? I hate that. And they were just horrible. Like anytime anyone posted any form of question, they were just like, so that's my rant over. Don't be like them. Don't be like them. Just be nice. Sense the tone. Like, just think of the sort of response you'd like. But also, if you have made a mistake, at the same time, like, I quite like to be open on my social media about when that happens because I think it makes other people feel better. And, like, even when we posted the question on our stories today, or at least on my Instagram, feel like it took a while for responses to come through like people were a bit nervous to maybe say the silly things they've done but um like we must have got over like 50 responses and they were all you know silly or just as bad as each other and hopefully it'll give people like a laugh or just make them feel better about things that they've done like it's not the end of the world we're all learning and we're all learning no matter how long we've been doing this or what's stage we're at and when a mistake happens get back on the horse because the more times you fall off the better rider you are yes we will remember that yep oh i really enjoyed going through all those that's made me feel better and like very motivated actually to just me too actually not hold on to these silly things we do just just keep going if we want to get good at something we've got to just keep going and it's motivated me to get back out there and make some more mistakes definitely yeah so thank you so much everyone for listening um we hope you're enjoying the second episode of grain explaining no we don't really talk about grain explaining it's fine we'll do we'll do it another time okay by the time you're hearing this emma will probably be away in thailand and I'll probably be sending it in Greece or maybe I'll be back depending on when this comes out yeah but we'll have episodes ready for you in our absence of so course in your thoughts um remember to follow us at grainsplaining if you have any suggestions for the podcast or things you'd like us to chat about you can email us at grainsplaining at gmail.com um alex's instagram is heard on dot shoots and mine is because i recently changed it emma j lloyd underscore i think i'm pretty sure and um look out for lots of epic photos coming soon we're finally starting to release our beautiful pink girly shoot on the underground um that Lozcam helped us with so enjoy those uh thank you so much to Cherilee who did our amazing jingle that we absolutely love we're gonna have to do like a real dancing to that scene and to Nikki of Grain Girls who did our beautiful logo and we love that all these women in the film community have come together to help Grain Spaining launch and it just means a lot to us and shout out to Graham as well so that's everything from us we'll speak to you soon thanks for listening bye Bye.